1: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104.
2: It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. And have you ever asked yourself the question, why you get goosebumps?
1: Yeah, all the time. It's the only kind of bodily function that I cannot understand. So, you know, obviously your nose runs because you're cold or your eyes run because you're crying or it's windy outside. But I just yeah. don't understand goosebumps because obviously they happen when you're excited. They can happen when you're freezing cold. So it's different kind of emotions. So I don't understand where it Can they happen from. when you're excited? Yeah, it happens to me. I get goosebumps all the time. Do you? Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I I, I get goosebumps here when I'm cold. I've never really gotten them when I've been excited, though.
1: I don't know if that's normal, but I definitely have.
2: Maybe you sh- you need to check yourself into a hospital now, Sirsha, <laughs> after this, because I'd be like, my God. Uh, no, I mean, our, our bodies do obviously a bazillion and one different things that we probably never stop to actually think about and kind of go, hang on, why, why, why am I doing this? What's going on? Anyway, somebody who has looked into this whole area of your goosebumps and why you get them, uh, looked into it in greater depth than we have from the... Utah State University. We're delighted to welcome onto Room 104 this evening now, Dr. Mitchell Culver. Doc, how are things?
0: Really good. Thanks for having me. Uh,
2: no problem at all. So I suppose, yeah, first question is, what, what exactly are goosebumps? Why do we get them?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. And the the real reason has to do with the cold, just like Saoirse said. The hair follicle is kind of surrounded by a set of muscles that when we get cold, it's very useful to kind of stand our hair up on ends, and kind of reset it. And that, you know, if we were really very hairy, like a gorilla, that act would actually create a nice layer of warmth underneath our hair fur. We don't have fur anymore. It's gone now. Um, and so that same muscle contracting actually just causes our hair to grow a little bit longer. It's a way of, of helping us stay warm in the cold. You'll see a chicken do this, right? A fluff up its feathers and kind of mm. get that warmth up underneath those feathers so that she can sit on top of her chicks and really keep them nice and warm also.
1: And is there such thing as like having it as a defense mechanism? Was that ever a thing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this is partly why it kind of is associated with fear. You know, there's a popular children's book series, uh, at least in the United States, it's called Goosebumps. Uh, it's associated with fear because, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very, I mean, I think globally it's very well received. It's this idea that when you can see like two cats fighting in an alley, and they'll do this thing where they puff up their fur using the same muscles, and that's called erection It's the same thing that causes a to get goosebumps and they'll puff up their fur so they look bigger to whatever it is that is threatening them. And that's a a defense mechanism to help us to deal with kind of anything in the environment that might be showing us that we we need to be on the defense and we need to appear a little bit bigger. And so in some of what's going on is is there's a, a few things getting crossed over some wires get crossed so sometimes it has to do with the cold sometimes it has to do with threats. and then just like Sergio was saying sometimes it has to do with getting excited which is a little bit that's actually what my research was about is why is this goosebump happening sure we can understand the cold we can understand yeah. kind of the threat but why is this happening when when we're listening to music we're listening to a concert you know
2: and and then what did your, your kind of research found because I suppose now, now that you mention it cold is obviously happens happens you know doesn't take too much explaining for that you can kind of guess that intuitively but yeah if you listen to an amazing live piece of music or at a concert and it just something just hits you right in the feels and you're just like oh my god wow why did you discover any particular reason as to why someone might get goosebumps listening to music?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, it's pretty pretty interesting. First of all, uh, just like you said, not everyone gets goosebumps when they listen to music. We we, we, we see in the research anywhere from 55 to maybe 85% of the population gets goosebumps in reaction to great beauty in nature or in art. And so this is really what the research was about. Why for some and not for others? In terms of the physiology, what's happening in the brain is pretty fascinating. There's Two kind of two parts of your brain that you can kind of think about what we'd say is the more emotional part, of the brain, and then the more thinking part of the brain. And when we're in the environment, you know, kind of going through life, the emotional brain's listening for anything that's going to hurt us, harm us. And so, as it listens to kind of stimuli all around us, it listens for things that are out of place or really high, you know, like a scream. If someone scratches their fingernails on a chalkboard, uh, oh, okay. you know, someone shouts oh, at yeah. you, and that kind of turns our alarm bells off to get us to kind of get ready to have a fight. The interesting thing is, is that emotional brain doesn't distinguish between someone shouting at you and fingernails on a board and an opera singer hitting a high note or, you know, someone playing a fiddle and hitting Mm -hmm. a really lovely high note. And so the emotional brain treats all of those as we better get ready to fight, we better get ready to run. And it's, it turns on the alarm bells. But then just milliseconds later, the thinking brain, the cognitive brain does something It's called cognitive reappraisal. And what it does is it has a chance to say, hey, emotional brain, I know you're kind of getting excited here, but that's just an opera singer. That's just my favorite, you know, that's just my favorite violinist or whatever it is. And that cognitive reappraisal happens within milliseconds and can kind of redirect that system, redirect that fear. And so what happens is, you know, there's this emotional buildup, but within milliseconds, it's redirected and then it dissipates as those goosebumps. So what would have been us kind of puffing up our fur so to speak to, to face a threat like a cat does in an alleyway is being redirected as this wave of really intense pleasure of oh wow this is beautiful I really you know I'm just having a great time at this concert.
1: And can goosebumps happen all over the body or is it just your arms or just your legs? So they can happen all over and they
0: do in fact I experience you know huge waves of goosebumps all over down to you know from the top of my head down to the the bottom of my feet, and that's partly why I got into researching goosebumps and and how they're related to our personalities and whatnot because I do have these big waves of goosebumps when I listen to music. The most common areas we see are the top of the scalp and down the back of the neck, over the shoulders and down the arms, occasionally also going down the back. Um, that's kind of where it starts and then it kind of spreads out. And so obviously for those of us who have more tense experiences with goosebumps, they can be all over and can last for, you know, 45 seconds, minute and a half, can go for quite some time, not not brief, but can can extend.
1: I often find, yeah, sometimes it can be sore. I know the probably sounds really weird but you know with goosebumps not only is your hair standing up but you're getting the little bumps on your arms or your legs so especially when you're cold you you tend to try and rub your leg or rub your arm to try and stop it
0: yeah yeah I had a friend a colleague at work who she would get goosebumps anytime she saw like an accident happening like you know a car crash or someone was about to get hurt or those videos you know those funny funniest Mm. videos that we see on YouTube. fail and she she says she would get goosebumps and then especially inside of her elbows she would just get terrible pain. And would have to start rubbing her the inside of her elbows to kind of calm that down, and and rubbing her arms to try to say, well, let's you know, let's kind of calm this down, just exactly like what you say.
2: So you mentioned there as well that you know you were looking between the link between goosebumps and, and personality in some of the research that you've done, but is there? A- of a link or can you determine anything about a person based off their ability or inability to goosebump?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a very strong link. So that's partly what my research showed was there's a, a personality trait called openness to experience. It's one of the mm. big 5 indicators of personality, and openness to experience is basically the idea that some of us are more interested in, in the new things of life. We we want to get out and have the new food, the new cuisine. We want to go see the new place. We want to hear the newest band. Other people are more interested in hanging back with tradition or hanging back with what they already know, the familiar. And that openness to experience causes individuals to not only go out and seek these new experiences, but when they're having them, they, pay, uh, they tend to pay a lot closer attention to what's going on. And this is actually what causes the goosebumps to happen because what we do know in like a musical setting is, is that there are pieces of music that are more likely to cause someone to get the goosebumps, but the listener actually has to be paying pretty close attention to the music itself, has to be kind of involved. And that emotional involvement, that investment, that cognitive investment in the piece of music is really what sets the stage for a person to come away having a, a goosebump, pleasurable goosebump experience. Um, so I don't know if you if you like Pink Floyd but there's a track on the Dark Side of the Moon that causes people to have goosebumps because of the way the, the vocalist actually sings that song Dark Side of the Moon and it's it's pretty thrilling it's a thrilling song but you have to actually be paying attention you have to listen you can't just have it kind of playing in the background and and, and these people who have high openness to experience tend to experience music with a lot more attentive than most other people and that's what's causing it to happen for them
1: Oh, I love that I'm going to listen to that song another song by the way if anybody is, is listening and uh, they 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 want to give themselves goosebumps. Maybe some people have never experienced goosebumps. (laughs) Riverdance.
2: <laughs> I was going to yeah. ask you, which one tro- throws you into the goosebumps? That that's the one for you.
1: Riverdance is like it just like I don't know what it does to my body. It just yeah. But it makes just,
2: does that not make you cry as well?
1: Yeah, it does make me cry. So first off, I get shivers, and then I get goosebumps, and then I start crying. That's weird.
0: And the interesting thing about that is, is all of those the systems that that govern goosebumps also govern our other fear responses. So crying, shortness of breath. You know, you'll you'll hear people say it took my breath away and it's all this actual same cognitive reappraisal where I think in particular with Riverdance, it's not just the music that's thrilling. It's also the excellence of performance ship. It's the noise of their feet on the stage, which is kind of a rumbly noise. I mean, imagine if you were in the, in the forest, a, a little rabbit in the forest and you heard all those footsteps coming at you, you'd get scared. Well, our brain does initially kind of take that in as something to be scared of, all that stomping and everything. But but very quickly it reappraises and says no this is art this is beauty. And this is to be enjoyed, and so then we do get those waves of pleasure, that crying, that kind of take my breath away experience. It's it's really very thrilling.
2: It's really strange that it's actually initially, you know, yeah, linked to that emotional brain, that it's a fight or flight response that it's triggering, and then your brain, obviously, as you mentioned, has to kind of kick in and go, no, 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 relax, don't go sprinting out of the arena now. Enjoy the rest of Riverdance. You're perfectly safe and perfectly fine. Yeah. But um, it, it just yeah, it's, it's just mad that it's to think that if you if you're listening right, Saoirse's song would be uh, Riverdance. That would be the one that would get her make goosebumps on the back of her head what would be the other song if you if you have a particular song that gets you um, goosebumps on your neck and shivers down your spine let us know what it is drop us in a WhatsApp 0876797104 uh, and if you've never experienced any goosebumps from listening to anything or have an experience apparently you're just a very closed off traditionally minded person who doesn't like anything new
1: I don't think anybody hasn't experienced them and I think everyone has that song that they say that gives me goosebumps everyone the,
2: the start of Maniac 2000 when it was replayed at Electric Picnic a few years ago <laughs> Um, but listen, um, we appreciate you coming on and, and chatting with this. Didn't realise there was such a link between uh, goosebumps and personality traits or openness to experience. It's all very fascinating, is there? Uh, anywhere we can uh, direct people, do you have a website or Instagram or social media channels, best place to kind of find some of the work that you're doing?
0: Sure, I have a website. It's um, mitchellculver.com. So Mitchell and then C-O-L-V-E-R.com.
2: Brilliant. Well, uh, listen, Dr. Mike Mitchell Culver from uh, the Utah State University, expert in goosebumps. Thanks a million for popping on this evening.
0: Thanks